guys. Cozy Room and Friends episode number four slash five slash three. I've lost count. We've done a lot of recordings along the way. Some of which haven't made it to the final cut yet. And we've had a break for about two weeks. The reason is probably due to laziness. Um, but we finally cornered someone who is pretty interesting to talk to. Um, this is Nakul managing this podcast by himself right now because my co-founder is a lazy and useless. Uh, but I still love them. Um, but I'm sitting here in Soho Cafe, which is in Saket, Delhi. Um, it's become easily, quickly, very quickly my favorite podcast location because it's got these little, uh, the sitting area is these little tables where you can just sink your feet into the floor. I don't know what you call them, but you see them in Japanese places, which I really like. And uh, it seems pretty calm. It seems a very college place, so I feel out of place. You know, uh, old I am, young at Um But yeah, coming to my guest, we have Yashmita. Yashmita Singh, can I say Singh? Of course you can say Singh. <laughs> Yashmita of, uh, of many things. I'm not just going to say Yashmita of Black Bottles. Uh, she does a lot of things, so it'd be wrong to label her. But she's kindly agreed to do her first podcast. Um, says she's nervous to do it, but seems more excited than nervous. Um, is enjoying pasta at like 6.30 in the evening. It's the first time I've seen her do that. But thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And, you know, like, I'm an early eater. So, uh, you know, I don't mind having my pasta. Is this Lino or is it lunch? It's nothing. It's just food for me right now. I'm just hungry. It's food hungry yourself. o'clock. <laughs> And you need to fuel yourself for the next like 10 hours of activity. Yeah, because you've told me that this is going to go for a long time yeah. now. So I thought, okay, I need my food Keep to like... Energize. Yes. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> we met randomly? Yeah, yeah. It was like, I got a DM from you like... Uh, a while back yeah. and uh, me being lazy like your other co-founder kind of like <laughs> you know ignored that DM and then never got back to you yeah. and then recently I just saw my handle and I saw this message from you and I was like okay what is this and that's how just I think I messaged you Yeah. and we just got talking and one thing led to another and it's finally led to like this podcast that we're having right now Yeah. so yeah like yeah. don't ignore all the DMs you get exactly. you know ignore some exactly. not all I also learned another term which I told her about last time and then I realized the irony of what I was saying. But uh, yeah, yeah, that put us what I was trying to slide into the DM. <laughs> you know, you might not believe it, but I, uh, my DMs get ignored a lot. Um, but I'm glad you messaged us. And the podcast is not the only exciting thing we're doing with you. Uh, do you want to tell listeners about the event that's coming up? Absolutely. So we're doing an exciting event. Uh, thanks to Bodhi Room for like kind of organizing this. And, uh, you know, bringing art to people. So we're doing this interesting event on Sunday, on 21st, in Kunzum Cafe in Delhi from 4 to 7 p.m. And it's going to be like a fun workshop. Mm -hmm. So wait, so basically an intro to me. Yes. What I do. We had discussed this, please. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Yashmada Singh. Um, I like to do multiple things in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a very 
different kind of an education where I was always good at studies. I decided to go for humanities. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tutor in 10th standard who's teach me science and maths literally cried and said, beta, don't take humanities because, <laughs> you know, you should like become an engineer and stuff. And thank God I got saved there. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, Nakul. Yeah. But... Um, no, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I would have gone to humanities as well. Yeah, so I just uh, like was a topper and I just went with my heart. Yeah, I went with my heart. I took humanities because I felt that was my calling. Then I wanted to do fashion designing because I love fashion but couldn't crack nuffed. So I was like, okay, like a side option, let me do something in DU and then I can maybe try again. So I took a Paul Science Honours uh, out what of everything. It's for people who are engineers and... <laughs> Political science honors. Ooh. Yes, it still exists. And no, I don't know why. Okay, sorry guys, it's just my opinion. Um, I did Paul Science honors in three years. Um, I was in JMC and DU, mm-hmm. and um, I am I know nothing about Paul Science. Okay, yeah. like I just end up doing it. That was gonna be my next question. Yeah, I just end up doing it, and then I realized, uh, okay, now to get out of this, right? Like yeah. I don't want to see a future here. Yeah. So the only next best, uh, best option that I thought. I could you know venture into was MBA. Um, I like how that was the next best option. <laughs> yeah, like nothing unique anymore. But yeah. yeah, like that time MBA was like upcoming and everybody was doing MBA, and I was like, okay, uh, you know, you I had a yeah, I just had that typical mob mentality, and I went for it, mm. and I suddenly got a new dream that I want to do HR, <laughs> right? Like no research, no background. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to do it. Why? I I feel I'm a people person, which you I am. Like I don't like, okay, yes, I do like people, but you have to say that. I'm also like an introvert who's an extrovert, right? So, you know, it's not that I'm very outgoing, uh-huh. that I would just say hi to random mm-hmm. people and strike a conversation, no. Yeah. But once you know me, then I can't stop talking. <laughs> Which is good for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. And long story short, I did my MBA in HR, realized and I graduated, got a job, campus placement, realized I hate HR and recruitment. I didn't want to be in it. Yeah. Uh, then I moved to branding, marketing. I did events uh, for a corporate, for a particular vertical. Then I moved to a startup. Mm-hmm. And in the startup uh, called Shiro's, uh, I got thrown into multiple roles. Yeah. I did everything and anything that a person is expected to do. Yeah. And uh, my founder and a big inspiration for me, Sari Chahal, says is one thing hmm. that, you know, sabko aloo ban jana chahiye, you know? What does that mean? That means that aloo or a potato just well with any sabzi there. It's like aloo gobi, aloo ki sabzi, whatever, right? It can mingle. It's very Yeah, so it can like mingle with any vegetable. So yes. be a potato, basically, uh, not literally, but be someone who can do everything and can fit into everything right and just don't cage yourself mm. and I think I took her advice really seriously and I didn't cage myself and I went there and did everything so yeah so now I work with Shiro's yeah. uh, I lead communities for them as a communities platform for women I also lead digital campaigns for them I work with a lot of clients yeah. uh, it's exciting
No, that's my work. Apart from that, I have quack bottles. I'm yeah. the founder. Which is what got us interested in Yes. So, I make hand-painted bottles. Uh, yeah. It's uh, been going on on and off for two years. Yeah. Uh, it started as a passion project and it continues to be a passion project uh, where I make bottles and designs that are really close to my heart. Yeah. And what I basically like to paint, we also customize bottles. Hmm. Uh, that's one aspect. And because I told you earlier, fashion is something close to me. So, I thought, okay, everything is fashion fashion blogging bhi try kar lete and that's how i started blogging on instagram and yeah so i'm a girl with one life and like multiple dreams and multiple opportunities and uh, we're going to come back to that quotation which we've heard like yeah <laughs> yeah i want to get to the genesis of it yeah but i don't think we need an ice breaker but i'm going to go ahead and do it anyway because okay i'm excited about my ice breaker question all right i want you to embarrass yourself Oh, on, no. on our okay. Um, so the uh, icebreaker question is, which song do you listen to or do you have on your playlist which, which you would be embarrassed telling anybody about? Um, I'll go first. Give you okay. some time to yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, my song is uh, California. You know that, that TV show used to be there, the OC? It was this really like, corny teenage romance on a TV show. And they had this opening song, California, California. Listen, it sorry. Was a, it was a very embarrassing song. And I put it out there. So I was like in Vizag, okay, in my growing years. I was in the Navy. So like, I had no connection to the internet or what's happening or, you know, whatever used to come on the TV was my jam. So no, sorry, I've not heard that. And I don't think that's embarrassing for some reason. Why? It's very embarrassing. People will judge me when they hear this. I mean, not that I care, but they will judge me. They're going to judge me when I tell you what is on my playlist. Okay, so it's not a song that I listen to, but I'm kind of like forced to listen to every day. So I stay with my, like with a couple of girls here in Delhi and my flatmate just plays this song on the speaker like almost every day, which is, you know, like Dil Dooba. <laughs> Please sing the lyrics. I don't know that Like song. Dil Dooba, Dil Dooba. No, 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 Okay, it's from a movie called Khaki. It's got Akshay Kumar and Aishwarya Rai. Wait, and in it. And Amitabh was on the song, I think he's in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm just hearing that song off late, waking up and sleeping in my house. And initially I was like, what the hell are you playing? But, you know, now I see myself grooming to it. So yeah, embarrassing, but happening with me. If anybody meets you, they should just start singing your song. I will just ignore them. Oh my god. I'm gonna announce your entry and arrival with the Oh shit, no. Nupur is like ruining my life by doing this to me. No. But um, coming back to what you said, and you told us this, you mentioned this the third time I meeting you. You mentioned it a few more times. I thought mm. it was interesting the first time you mentioned it. But okay. now that we know you a bit better, mm. I don't want to dive deeper into that. Mm. You said something along the lines of you have one life, or I have one life, and I want to do everything that I can do. Mm. How has that thinking come up? Is there a particular event that brought that thinking across, or is it something in your life? No, it's not an event. I just feel from a single child. Um, I've kind of always made my decisions throughout my life. Like I was telling you about my educational journey. Yeah. Not always the best, but 
they have all brought me somewhere like they've all brought me here today so my parents always gave me the thing to live my life the way i wanted to hmm. and along the line i just figured that yes we have only one life yeah right um opportunities will come and go right every day you make a decision which changes your life for the good or the bad or it takes you somewhere yeah so i just somehow while i was growing up just got this feeler that maybe bas ek hi life hai so i want to travel i'll travel if i want to paint i'll paint if i want to do something i'll do something i'm not going to hold myself back yeah. because somebody said you can only be one mold or you can only do one thing right like yeah. every individual is capable of it mm. it's all about how you think and how you want to progress and how you want to push yourself forward right so doing multiple things i like it cuz i don't like the generic boring stuff like my routine is not same every day right if i want to do something i just go ahead and i do it and like when you reached out to me for this for bodhi room at yeah. this event i think i was like okay it's an opportunity it just dropped into my plate out of nowhere yeah and i was really scared to like do this podcast and to do the event yeah. to do the workshop but here i am and that's how life is right it can yeah. really surprise you it's all you sound of, like yeah. um, have you seen the movie yes man Now, cause I have seen that movie, but if you're gonna give me movie references, I'm my answers are gonna be no. All the wrong pop culture references. I'm never walking down. But anyway, you sound like Jim Carrey from that. I'll say yes to it, which is great. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. They grew up pretty. I guess the best word to describe is double. पार्टीज So it's really nice. I think a lot of defense kids grow up with amazing personalities, yeah. right? And they That's have, true. and they're exposed to a lot at a very younger age. So they're confident. You know, they want to go out there. Yeah, way less inhibitions. Yeah. So yes, I'm very glad. I was born in this family. Yeah. My dad was in the navy. Yeah. And I got to live the best life. Like at least that's what I feel for myself. It's the best life that I could have asked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. I've seen that with a number of people, like I said. What about um the other thing I wanted to ask you about is you know you, you mentioned that after you quit the big MNC uh which which you know you moved from HR into sort of I think you mentioned events you managed events and then I got into thinking maybe I can do marketing yeah. um. You moved to a startup. Was moving to the startup world a conscious decision, or were you just looking for another role? Yeah. So, you know, my uh, corporate life got a little too boring. It was the same routine, and I had a chill life. Okay, I used yeah. to reach office at eight thirty. I used to be back at five pm, and that's how I think Quack started because I had too much time on my plate. <laughs> um, yeah. You started Quack when you were in the earlier in Bangalore. Yeah. No, I was in Delhi. Oh, I was Delhi. working with Sapien. Okay. Um and I had a lot of time and that's how my fashion blogging started right. and my quack started so yes uh, that organization I think it gave me the time and space to start something new yeah. and to go out there because you know it can be scary to start something new and you're always worried you know how people are gonna take it suddenly you're venturing out into something new you don't know how the response is gonna be yeah so that happened and when I wanted to move um 
my routine was getting boring and i want to do something more mm. and i want to learn like one thing about me is i want to learn mm. and i learn very unconventional ways like i can't read or like listen but i learn on the go all yeah. the time yeah. so i need those exposures and shiro's was the best place for that like you know i was always challenged yeah. and uh, to do something and i did it and it was fun so yeah mm. so i came here looking for something but i got something completely all together Which and are, which is like a lot more which fits in with your personality as well yeah like best thing is if you have an idea yeah you can go ahead and implement it and see the results of it right that doesn't happen with a lot of places you work at there's just hierarchy there are people there are approvals so that creative freedom is what i enjoy here the most and which keeps me going Shiro's was a very interesting concept. I think I mentioned that I heard about it. Mm. Didn't really know what it was. I think it came across to me like an NGO, but obviously <laughs> it's not. That, yeah. Um, but I think it's a great concept. You know, you are the communities manager for uh, yeah. Shiro's. Yeah. You want to just tell our audience of uh, millions of people yeah. a little bit about what Shiro's is and what you do as a communities manager. Because yeah. a lot of people may not know what a communities manager does. Yeah. So Shiro's is a women-only social network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the largest platform for women, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got 15 million uh, registered users with us right now. Yeah. Um, we are a community's platform where women can talk their hearts out. They can check, you know, they can be creative, share their heart, uh, seek help uh, from the helpline, talk about their career, mm-hmm. marriage, preference, everything and anything under the sun. Yeah. And we have like 50 plus communities that we have right now. Uh, initially, I started as building those communities yeah. and now I kind of handle and manage the team that kind of runs those communities mm-hmm. and in the sense of the overall aspect of the app right the experience the women are getting um you know it's a very uh, it's a community where you know that's the people think we're an NGO because we're not taking money from anybody we're yeah. just a platform where one can be themselves right. and that narrative has to be continued forward yeah. and we don't want to like make it marketing or we don't want to like dilute that right yeah the experience for women needs to be the best yeah. right they should come here and just feel at home yeah. and that's what i kind of do every day okay. to make sure everything is good and women are loving us and how did i not let it get boring for them yeah. i think that's what i love to do okay. the routine is boring yeah. and uh, that's what kind of break here that shows um You you got a separate handle on Instagram for so I find I told you that the other day mm. but Instagram for us is like this whole new beast which we didn't know existed. Mm. We had to learn it from we had to be tutored by a friend of mine on how to use Instagram. Yes. No idea. And it's mm. the same thing. Uh, I yeah. think after Facebook, you know, my sort of at least me, I you know I wasn't on social media. I wasn't active. Mm. I don't think uh, my opinion is worthy though. Uh, so we literally had to be tutored in the how to use Instagram. Yeah. We didn't understand the concept. Yeah. Why are people sharing photos of things, right? Mm. And why are people liking it? Um, but you've got, I think, a fair number of followers on your fashion blog. Uh, I think you're still trying to bring build up Quack Coffee's account. Yeah. What has your experience been, you know, in terms of Quack Coffee's vis-a-vis the uh, fashion blog? Is it harder? Is it, is it along the same lines? And if mm. yes, you know, what is the sort of difference? 
Mm-hmm. So to be very honest, <clears throat> because I'm somebody who's been doing a lot of things. Yeah. I went through a phase in my life um, one year back where I didn't want to do anything. Uh, I didn't want to do my job. I didn't want to do fashion blogging. I didn't want to do quack. I was just in a phase where I just was like, okay, I don't want to do anything. I just want to be. So yeah. that was kind of like a like a like a slump period or a dry period for me where I just lost. I don't know. I think few things going on in my life or maybe like too much happening at the same time. Sometimes you know you don't find the inspiration yeah. and you just get into a block and you know you're just not able to get out of there right, right? so i was just stuck there yeah so i think at that point of time my somehow my uh, own page the fashion page of nothing page got me a lot of followers yeah automatically with the posts i was putting out there anything like through the mm-hmm. hashtags or something right mm-hmm. um but quack page was kind of like stagnant yeah. because nothing was going on there yeah But if I compare, yes, uh, I'm more active on Yashpada Singh because that's my life. Right. That's who I am, yeah. and I put everything like you. I put wake up selfies to no makeup to ranting to having fun. I'm 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 just me. Yeah. So my page is me. Yeah. Uh, who I am as a person, and yes, um, Quack is also doing beautiful. It doesn't have that many followers, but yeah. the engagement has been really good. Right. Uh, every time I put out a post, I have got people asking me about the bottles, how they can buy them, how they can customize it. So everything is kind of led to like an order or an interest. So I think it works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Quite I know it's your favorite subject, the name. Yeah, it's a very genuine, very personal story. Um, so, how did the name come about? Sorry. So basically, I used to be home at five o'clock. Yeah. Right, and I had a lot of time, so I started painting these random bottles kept at home. Yeah. And uh, what kind of bottles? So I had like an old monk bottle kept at home. The proof comes out. Yeah. The defense. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> right. So it was just kept there, and I started painting it. And uh, I enjoy art. Like I enjoy painting because since my childhood I've been painting, and I used to take part in all painting competitions under the sun, and yeah. I used to like win prizes for it. And I think I get a lot of it from my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an artist, and you know, our house is filled with paintings that she's made. And you know, I'm also invited to fashion styles, so I think uh, got a lot from my mom. Yeah. So Good. that's how it started, and. Uh, So I just started painting bottles. My friend was like, "Chika, why don't you start selling that?" Yeah. So I thought, "Chika, I'll again. I'm an opportunist." So I said, <laughs> "Okay, let me set up a page and start." And I started. Um, I thought of selling them, but um, my entire thing was, "Jab tak I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I'm not gonna like put it out there." Yeah. yeah. So because I was coming from a branding uh, mindset, mindset. So. I was. I just knew that one word should be there so that it's easy to understand, and it should be catchy. So yeah. all my friends got along, and we should just keep discussing like names, kiss my bottle, and <laughs> bottle art, and you know, upcycle it, and all of that. So I'm like, nah, yeah. Okay, and then it, yeah, and it took us like it took me, I think, almost two three weeks yeah. to get the name because I was thinking, no, I don't have the name. I'm not gonna launch it. Yeah. So again, one day I just woke up, <laughs> and I just realized that. 
यू नो अदर ब्रांड्स का लाइक व्हाट इज इट लाइक इट डजंट ओनली मीन एनीथिंग राइट लाइक व्हाट इज कोकोला मीन व्हाट इज फैंटा मीन वी हैड दिस डिस्कशन एंड आई सॉर्ट ऑफ एक्सप्लेन टू यशोदा व्हाट डू यू एक्चुअली मीन बट दैट्स फाइन फाइन सम ब्रांड्स मीन समथिंग बट सम kind of like don't mean anything oh, like yeah. oh yo or zamato yeah. or like you know anything else swiggy, swiggy. is just yeah. some guy thought okay i want to name my brand that yeah. and now that brand has become so big that nobody's going to question why is it called that yeah so i was like okay fuck all this kuch log kuch bhi naam rakhte hain it's my brand so i'm going to call it quack bottles i like When you think about school, and uh, you moved around a lot, you said. Mm. But I think you would have had a common experience in most mm. in terms of learning. Mm. What is one thing that you wish you'd been taught in school, mm. which you think could have been very useful now that you're an adult? Some something very practical. Um, entrepreneurship. Okay. In what? In what sense? Um, in the sense of uh, the two things that school never teach you: Christ, sorry, MBA or any kind of degree. I'm in primary school. Okay, primary school. Okay, primary school is always talks about beta grow up, get a job, right? Hmm. That's the only way your life is gonna work. Hmm. It's just a vicious cycle, right? Like whatever your dad is doing, you're gonna end up doing that. You know, generation gonna end up doing that because that's what you're taught. Yeah. All your life, you're said you're gonna pass out of twelfth and you're gonna like land a job. Yeah. Like you're tuned that way. So yeah. I think no. We're not taught a lot about opening your own business, being independent, making your career out of your talent. No, yeah. it's all around getting a job. Yeah. And the second thing is money. Um, no education on investments. Yeah. How to manage your money, mutual funds, like anything. Yeah. We don't have a knowledge on that. We instead learning stuff that I've never applied anywhere. And these two things are really important. So you don't think calculus is useful? I hated them, right? So I was like, "What am I gonna get away from them?" <laughs> I don't get uh, why doing the what is it called? I forgot in permutations and combinations and Pythagoras theorem. Okay, cool, applicable somewhere, but what do I have to do? H square plus something is equal to something something like <laughs> or like I don't know, like hmm. yeah, that's no true. for me. <laughs> If it was an option, the I would have learned. Sure. <laughs> the money thing has been. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that people don't know. I don't think a lot of people know the difference between you know, fixed deposits, mutual funds, debt mm. funds. I think that gets a lot of people in trouble later on. Yeah, of course. It's very important as well. Entrepreneurship, I agree. Mm. Uh, I think breaking out of that shell of thinking of corporate life can be pretty difficult as well because you're so tuned to thinking that's a normal way of doing things. But uh, when you do decide to break out of it, it can be like a big jar, jar of interests. Yeah. Great. I think uh, we move on to the last question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I know this is a very MBA question, very interview question. But you know, where do you see yourself, or Quack Bottles, or or Shiro's, or or whatever you're doing? Mm-hmm. Let's say five years. Or what are you hoping for? Um. Okay. I hate this question. I'm not even getting a job after this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think after five years, I would like to see myself 
grown to another level mm-hmm. where i was five years back and where i'm now i think i've learned and grown a lot and reached the stage yeah uh, i would have wanted to be more amplified right um i want to live a life that i have built for myself okay i don't come from a background where i have had a silver spoon in my mouth you yeah. know yes my parents gave me the best life they gave me everything i needed i get it and i'm very happy for that a lot of gratitude for that but i want to build a life where you know when i'm like 50 or 40 in fact or earlier i can just say that you know what i built that yeah like that's my money that's my hard work and that is what has got me here yeah uh it's not anybody else's effort but yes people do help you along your journey yeah but i want to craft a journey for myself where i want to be successful in every aspect of my life yeah. right and success just doesn't mean money it just means a lot of other things right uh, i'm settled i'm successful and uh, you know i i have a life of choices where i am free to make whatever choice i want to make and live my life yeah. and i think that's why at this stage of my life i'm working so hard because i'm running towards that goal hmm. where you know everything should like i don't have to work to get money yeah. or i don't have to work to sustain like my money should be working for me everything should be happening because that's what i'm building right now yeah and then i can just relax and chill and think of taking a vacation at bahamas and not worry how much it's going to cost me mm. and yeah and just be like satisfied be happy and yeah just be like happy soul somehow um imagining you just chilling <laughs> and not worrying or doing something is is very hard to believe and it's going to happen You and that's what I believe. You can, you can I'll see you in five years. I will be doing stuff that makes me happy. You don't want to worry about it. So. I'll not be working because I'm getting that paycheck uh-huh. in my account. I'll be working for things that make me happy. Yeah. And I will be living a life of my dreams. And I'm going to make it happen. And I have lots working in the pipeline that we didn't speak about right now. Because lots course. is cooking. You know, it's under the covers. More is yet to come. And yeah. it's all going to happen. And I just feel that... If I'm going to say to myself that I'm going to be there in 5 years or 10 years and I don't if, if I don't say that I see myself there then who the hell is going to right yeah, people who thought that have done that and they're there yeah so wake up guys yeah. wake up grab the opportunity do what makes you happy yeah and you will reach where you are where you have to reach but yes hard work every day hustle every day and just get at it just thinking are kab hoga usne kar liya maine nahi kara you know yeah i don't want to live a life of regrets yeah. i want to do everything and yeah all the things are going to make me reach somewhere which they will soon that's super that's yeah. super um she's still not finished her pasta i knew that was coming uh it's it's hilarious but she's been taking it easy trying to eat like a lady <laughs> i don't know why she's so done doing all that but anyway Um, I don't want to make noise. She doesn't want to make noise. She- okay, you were a little nervous about the podcast, recording your first podcast. How was your experience so far? What It's done. It? It's almost done. Yeah. Oh my god. We've been speaking for forty <laughs> minutes. Really? Yes. I think it's all thanks to you, Nakul. Oh, no. You've been so so nice. The questions were so nice. Thank you. And it was so easy breezy. Uh-huh. And I feel I've been eating this pasta for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> cold. I don't know how you continue to eat that pasta. It's yum. It looks... Actually, yum. It looks like an Indian pasta. It looks like there's been masala put on it. It's my kind of pasta. Yeah? Yeah, I love this pasta. So, the I'm going to like pack bad. it and take it home if it doesn't get over. Why? Why won't you just finish it there? 
because you're not helping me out like it's too much to eat at 6:30 right <laughs> no it's 7:00 it's like pre dinner time this is the time when i prepare for my paneer oh my god oh yeah guys if you don't know nakul is very healthy you know he's vegan You're vegan, right? I'm not vegan. I just got very excited when we met the yeah, last time. Yeah, and she I, like fat cafe. I don't know who doesn't like fat cafe. And he doesn't believe in sugar, which is good. And you know, he's on the spree of converting people into yeah. into his own lifestyle, which. Yashmita met us for the second time and gave us the most disgusted look when she entered fat cafe. She's like, "Yaha leke hai wahi, yaha." So that's what you can expect uh, if you come and get to know Yashmita, which you definitely must do. You can follow Quack Bottles on Instagram. Uh, you can Quack ca- underscore bottles. Quack underscore bottles on Instagram. Thanks, Nakul. And you can also follow me, and I am at Yashmita underscore Singh. That's right. So feel free to kind of like follow me, drop me a question or a message, just or just say hi if you like this podcast, and I'll be happy to know and make a new friend. And are you also on Twitter? I am, but I'm not active, and I don't remember my handle. Cool. So Instagram, <laughs> Instagram is the place to catch uh, Yashmita and Quack underscore bottles. Yeah. Um, for Bodhi Room, as you well know, millions of followers. Um, where Bodhi Room in small letters is B O D H I R W M. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, please do follow my Twitter account. You know, I'm a social media expert on for Bodhi Room, and uh, I've been putting out very sarcastic tweets. Really smart, sarcastic tweets, which nobody seems to like and follow, uh, which is hurting my ego, which is very tender. And uh, we hopefully keep interacting with Yashmita. Maybe there'll be a round two of the podcast in a in a few months. Yes, she's nodding. Yes, while eating pasta. Thanks, guys. Keep listening to us. Um, keep following us. Please do like, share, comment, especially on iTunes, Spotify. It helps us and helps the podcast a lot. The podcast community in India is not very huge right now. We're trying to get the medium uh, more popular. It's a great medium. It's very personal. We love it. We hope you do as well. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. It was fun. Thanks, Nakul. Hi guys this is Ashish uh, one of the co-founders of Bodhi Room so the music credits for this episode go to artist Pictures of the Floating World we've used this song sometimes it shines in the intro and outro and this song Canada for transitions uh, we've only cut parts of the original song for our use and we found the song on Free Music Archive the link for their Spotify page is in the description below Uh, as far as this episode goes the sound quality wasn't great because we recorded this podcast in a public cafe this was our first time recording it in a public cafe so our apologies for that but we assure you that the next episode of our podcast will be great so until then take care and uh, bye bye